Today's guest is Hannah Waller of the BAMFAM. You may be familiar with the BAMFAM because of Jason Waller as well. Well, Hannah herself is out here to carve a niche and a little spot on this planet for herself as well. And in particular, this conversation gives not only an inside look as to what it's like to grow up in the public eye due to the success of her father, but also how she plans to pass down a lot of those awesome family values to her own children and what that's going to look like. In fact, Hannah has ambitions of working along with her sister on launching a fashion line that is going to be set up for a good cause. And you can learn more about that as you listen to this episode. I think overall, the most important thing and one thing that Hannah made sure to highlight before the conversation was over was just how much she cares about the well-being and the success of moms everywhere, uh, whether they are in a relationship that is not setting them up for success and what they should know about their options, but also for any single moms out there and what they have as well as an option in life. I think this is an excellent conversation for anyone who can relate to those circumstances. And aside from that, it really is a peculiar look inside at a family that is going to be getting more and more attention in the public eye and their own dynamics and how they view the family dynamic and how important it is to them. And as we all know, especially in America, that's something that not enough people are having a conversation about. How is the well-being of your family? And how central is it to your own life? I hope you enjoy this conversation with Hannah Waller. I am here today with Hannah Waller. Hannah, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm feeling good, doing good. I uh, I got the chance to talk to your uh, to your dad the other day, and uh, that was really cool. And yeah. it it was interesting to hear the new show that's coming out and what you're going to be working on. Uh, are you excited about that so far? <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Actually, I'm I'm a little nervous because you know, like just having to be myself on camera is a little nerve wracking. It's, you know, kind of nervous when they're like, okay, the camera's on. Um, I feel like I shell up a little bit, but I am very excited because I think, I think we've had a lot of people come up to us and say like, your family is just so, so different. And you guys need to be on a show. You guys need to show the world, like the things you guys do on a daily basis, because it's not what anyone normal, like what normal people do. Like, there's never a dull moment, you know? Now, do you have prior experience being in front of a camera before this show? No, not me. Um, my dad's always had the spotlight. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> has, so, that been, has that been easy? <laughs> no, no. Um, definitely hard, especially, like, he started kind of um, being on, like, uh, what is it? The, like, news, like, local news and stuff. Like, now, you know, people don't really watch the news as much on... No, no one has cable, but when I was in high school, they did. So that definitely seeing, you know, my dad on television a lot and kids at school, like they were like, oh my God, I saw your dad, I saw your dad. So, you know, that was definitely an adjustment for sure. But then he started getting bigger and bigger. So um, now it's kind of like, I'm just used to him being like the star and, you know, the spotlight. So it is different that now we're all sharing the spotlight. Yeah, I was going to say, it's time to share some of that spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> was that, was it difficult growing up like that? Like when school, having people like know stuff about your family and you're coming to school, like, how do you know that? Oh God. Like, what was that like navigating that? Um, It was definitely an adjustment because lots of people have a hard time, you know, with 
jealousy. And so they would be like, you know, kind of bully, like bully me, especially me and my oh, sister because wow. we were kind of closer in age. So, you know, they they just didn't like it. Like they call us like daddy's money and all of that good stuff. And really, I, I've always like lived by this. Like I'll never apologize for my dad's success. Like you can put me down all you want to because you're jealous, but I'm never going to say like, I'm sorry that you're uncomfortable with how my dad navigates through, you know, his job and his life and how he wants to do things. So I've always just been proud of my dad. So even though it's been hard and kids have had, you know, their fair share of pokes, I've always been like, I'm never going to apologize. So yeah, I yeah. I think, I think if anything from like kids saying things in high school, that means that he's doing something right, you know? Yeah, no, I know exactly where you're coming from. You're, yeah. you're a parent yourself now, right? I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How do you do you find that you're raising them with the same values you have of being tough and strong in the face of adversity and things of that nature? Do you see those character traits already coming at you? <laughs> um, my daughter for sure. Um, so I have a um a girl and a boy, and my oldest is Lily, and she just started like preschool. So she has a lot of a lot of personality, but I love that about her. Like um, there's this one quote that I like live by when it comes to raising my kids. And it's like, always make sure that you surround your kids around people who are, you know, who are happy for you and not candle blower outers. And, you know, that's like, you know, everyone has like a light and you carry around this light and you need to make sure that you have people who embrace your light and don't blow out your light. And so with my daughter, like, I always encourage her, like, you're so beautiful, you're so amazing, and we do daily affirmations because I never want her to feel like she's not capable of accomplishing great things um, because she's in her own head. And she has, I mean, she definitely is a firecracker. And my son, you know, he's still two, so, right. I mean, he, he gives me a run for my money sometimes, but <laughs> he he hasn't come into his personality yet, but yeah. What's it, what's it been like, uh, you know, managing all that? I mean, number one, you're a human being with your own life feelings and thoughts. And so you're dealing with that, right? Just as an individual experiencing the world, then you have the role of, you know, being a mom and looking after children and making sure that their development is going in the direction you hope that it goes into. Right. Then you're now you've got cameras on you, uh, whenever possible. Right. And then I imagine you're also running some kind of business or some other venture or something. You just, there's likely a lot of plates spinning, given just the direction your life is going. And how do you view that? And how are you navigating that? Are you getting enough time for yourself in the middle of all that? Um, I definitely, you know, I, started re-watching Grey's Anatomy. So like, <laughs> I, like um, as long as like, you know, when the kids go to bed, I like make popcorn and I just sit and I just like watch a show. Like that's me time. Um, but I do, my life is busy. Like there's never a dull moment, especially with having my dad as my dad. Like he's a very like immediate, like, you know, he could call tomorrow and say, we're going to Mexico in two days. Like that's just who he is. And so um, you know, I've lived with that my whole life. So my kids have kind of like adapt with that kind of lifestyle. So, you know, I, uh, I definitely have learned to manage my time very well. I want to make sure that I give enough time to my kids. I have enough time to do my work and I have enough time to like make sure I'm okay. Cause just like they say in an airplane, put your mask on before you put anyone else's on. I have to make sure I'm good to be a good mom. So that's yeah. my biggest thing. Yeah. 
And now is that just like you figuring things out or do you read, uh, study, follow anyone that gives you like that kind of motivation or is it just, you know, being, you know, with um, your dad Renee, and just watching that? <laughs> Renee Brown. Renee uh, Brown is, she is one of my favorite speakers and um, she's the one with the candle blower outer. So um, I do read, I, I don't actually physically read books. It's not my favorite thing to do. My mind couldn't do it, but I do audible books. Yeah. And there's this one that I just finished and it's um, Stop Yelling at Me and Love Me More, Mom. And that's one that I just finished. And I love that book because it teaches me that, you know, I'll sit there in the mirror and I'll say, oh, I don't like my shoulders or I don't like my hair. And then, you know, it teaches you that like your daughter at such a young age, she she learns those things. And she's like, oh, what if what if my shoulders aren't? you know, nicer? What if my hair is not long enough? And so I've tried to teach myself to not talk down on me so that my daughter never talks down on herself. So with the cameras being honest and stuff, you know, everyone has their bad days. So I'm definitely going to be like, Lily, sit down, you know, and like, and I'd be like, oh, can we cut that out? Like, <laughs> You know, so I do have my bad days. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but I definitely, um, I try really hard to make sure that I'm enough because I'm also I'm also dad as well, you know, so I'm mom and dad. So they need they need like double. So how, that's how, definitely. Yeah, that's um, and that just adds to what you were talking about in terms of uh, the way the family is. And yeah. has that changed? Like, did that make you hesitant about wanting to be in the public eye or anything? Because I don't I don't get that from you. I feel like you're unapologetically yourself. I just, yeah. that's, that's an immediate thing. And having interviewed your father, I can see where that carries over. Uh, so I see the family for what it is uh, now, now that is, I'm putting this together and I, I see the dynamic. Were you ever concerned about any of that? Because having grown up the way you did and seeing the way people responded, now you're also a part of that and you're getting your Starbucks and people are like, Hey, you or anything like that yet. Um, especially like where I grew up, a lot of people know who I am because of my dad. So, or, or I went to high school with them and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, how's the family? How's everybody? I saw your dad's podcast. Um, I follow, you know, I follow Bam fam on Instagram. So that's really, really cool. And, you know, I was hesitant at first because, you know, just kind of having my kids in the public eye, I was kind of like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, their dad said it was cool and he was fine with it. And, um, he doesn't come around. So it's, you know, kind of just me and the kids. So, you know, um, they're used to this lifestyle. And as long as, you know, we kind of keep trotting along, I think I think they're going to do great. Like Lily is not scared of any kind of camera. So she's probably <laughs> honestly going to have her own show one day. So yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a really good time. What do you want to come from, from all this? Uh, it's a great opportunity to uh, build a platform um, what are some of your aims and hopes that people can know about you or what you're working towards uh, as this, I imagine, is only a stepping stone to something greater? Um, my goals are I want to come out with um, like a clothing line um, really bad and kind of just like, I don't know, just very like different and authentic. But I want all of that money to kind of go to charities and stuff like that, um, like breast cancer awareness and stuff like that, because I'm really I'm really big on um, the breast cancer awareness. My grandmother had it. So I think it'd be really cool to kind of come out with like a line that like just just donates. Because, you know, I feel like our goal for this show is to be able to be big enough to where 
um, you know, you're able to to give. Because like that's kind of, I think my personality is I'm a giver. And my dad has these big ideas and stuff. Like right now he's working on a water filtration system. And every time someone buys one, he's going to give one to like for free to a neighborhood or um, a family who can't afford it. And the water's bad in that area. And like, that's what I like. I just admire so much about my dad is that no matter how big like he gets, he's always a giver. Um, Same with like when Pink Energy, like when it went down, right before it did, he didn't have a paycheck for months because he wanted to make sure that all of his employees had money to bring home to their families. And I think like that's where that comes from for me is like, I want to make sure that if I do anything that I'm also giving. So that's my goal is to make sure that I make a difference. Yeah. You know, if we make it, you know. Yeah, I'm certain you will, especially with... Uh, you know, they say uh, Confucius quote is uh, a righteous Kung Fu always prevails. Right. Yeah. And so when you're coming from that place in your heart and you do have a path that allows you that possibility, why not? That's certainly within the realm of possibility. It's not doesn't seem far, far fetched to me at all. And I think yeah. that's great with that kind of energy. You know, that, that garners more support for what it is you're trying to do. Have you looked into design in any way? Do you spend any time like uh, putting together designs for clothing and things of that nature? I, I see yourself, you're wearing a nice dress. Is that, is this like, are you looking in that direction already? Or are you looking to do other things first before you start diving into the research and all that? I've made a few templates and everything um, of like things that I'm looking at. I think that, you know, what's really popular now is kind of like, you know, like, you're okay. And there's this one, I can't on the right now, of course, I can't remember what it's called, but, um, you know, they have like sayings on the back of their sweatshirts that are like, you know, just hang in there. You're good. Everything's okay. I think mental health is a big thing. And so most of my templates are about that is like, you know, one day at a time, stuff like that. And, um, you know, even for like toddlers, you know, kind of just, you know, like some t-shirts for them that, you know, kind of just say like, I'm learning and things are, you know, I think, I think those are really cute and fun. And I think like health, like mental health is important. So that's kind of where, where my vibe is. My sister kind of chimes in a little bit and she's more like, you know, rebellious. So um, (laughs) us together, we came out with some really cool stuff. So I'm excited to kind of, you know, um, I guess, explore that once we get somewhere where we can. That's cool. So you'll be joining forces with your sister to make that happen. Yeah, yeah I, I get the sense that there's such a strong, close tie between the family. The more and more we have a conversation, is is that something that you legitimately just could not imagine any other way? Is this something that you, you've you noticed? Is this what you're referring to as far as different, just how close you all really are and how much you're willing to be open with each other in contrast yeah. to what you might see? We're way, we're way too close. We're way too close. You could call my mom right now. She could tell you exactly what I'm wearing, like to a T. And I haven't even seen her today. Like she, we're so close niched. And I love that about our family. You know, anytime I were to date people in high school or something like that, like they would be like, wow, like your family is like really involved. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's normal. But now that I've gotten older, I noticed that like, not a lot of people are super close with their family and we're like way too close. Like we have family group chats, we have family meetings, we have all these things. And, and it's fun because my dad's the kind of person that like, 
we all, we make family decisions. He doesn't make decisions. My mom doesn't make decisions. We make family decisions. And so um, I've always loved that. You know, we've always like had this big dream of like getting like a manor, like a Waller manor. And so that every single Christmas, like me and my kids and my sister and her kids and all my siblings and their kids, like we all do Christmas together all the time, like every single year. And that's like our home. So I don't know. I mean, I think we're just different in that way. You know, like we we're always together. So I think I'm excited for people to kind of see that. I mean, there are, you know, bad things about it. <laughs> you know, we we fight. There's a lot of fighting, <laughs> um, uh, especially, you know, like, you know, me and my mom go at it because she, she had me at 17 and my dad was 18. So, you know, I'm close with my parents. They're like my siblings. We fight like siblings. So I think it's a very different dynamic than any other family out there. I really do. <laughs> Hey, you know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I come from a very similar uh, background, so that's really that's yeah. really cool to see that. And uh, for me, I'm wondering, do what would if in a perfect world, if you could sit down and stare at the way your family operates and all those amazing values that you all share, and then look at the way America itself, you know, there's this big topic of like the nuclear family has gone missing. And yet here's the band fam totally thriving. You know what I mean? Uh, if there was somebody out there who's like, I wish my family was closer. What could you say to them about like, here's one way you might be able to approach that. Is it starting a group chat or something like that? Um, I think, you know, when I was 18, me and my mom had a big fallout. And I think the biggest thing is like being able to humble yourself, you know? Um, I think that when families get torn apart and like there's fighting involved, I think the biggest thing is to be able to humble yourself and say, you know what? I was wrong and I am sorry. And I want to build this relationship with you because I love you and you're, you know, you're important to me. And I think that's something that a lot of people in this world lack is like being able to step back and say, you know what, this is on me and like owning it and saying, I want to be better. And how can I, what can I bring to the table to make it better? And I think like that's something that me and my mom have worked so much on is being able to rebuild our relationship. And so we're so much better. And we, I think that group chats definitely help, you know, because it brings everybody in and everyone you know, everyone has an opinion. So it's nice because we get to talk to each other every day too. You know, that's a big thing, communication. No, I love that. I, and I'm glad that you made the emphasis between the mom and the daughter. I've actually only recently come to learn that it's it's quite common for a mother and a daughter not always seeing eye to eye and being a constant source of uh, uh, a sort of like contention in each other's lives. And yet I'm glad to hear that you said, look, remove ego from the equation. And you have a perfect start for possibilities. Yeah. Uh, I think that's great. Now, uh, you are planning to build something great, like you said, with your sister and do all that. Uh, do you ever find it hard or feel pressure from like, look, my dad is super successful. And like, here I am. I got I got to do something. Is that part of ever of your internal narrative or it never crosses your mind because you're in your own lane? No way. Me and my dad go at it too. It's not just me and my mom, right? So, um, you know, I'm actually now his assistant. So it it also puts more pressure on me. Like, oh my gosh, like I can't. Sometimes I just need a minute because, um, you know, I never really 
thought we would get here like like this fast, you know, like we would ever be in this position. And I really do struggle because, you know, all I ever did was I graduated high school. I mean, that was a big moment for me. <laughs> I hated school. And so just seeing my dad like do all the things he does and he barely passed high school. All he did was go to high school too. He didn't go to college or anything. And um, so I think, you know, I do compare myself a lot. Is Am I doing enough? Should I have gone to school? Should I have went to college? Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be something because I'm almost 25. And I, you know, I think that that's something I do struggle with sometimes. But then I realize, like I take a step back and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a mom. Like I'm a really good mom and my kids love me. And, um, I do my work. I do a great job at work and I'm needed in certain areas. So, you know, I do struggle. I have my days. I have my days where I'm like, I quit. I don't want to work for you anymore. You're driving me crazy. Like find an assistant. I'm your daughter. Like, don't talk to me like that. You know, we fight a lot. We actually had one. We had a fight yesterday um, because I went shopping with my mom and the bank called and was like, hey, there's some fraudulent stuff on here. And turns out it was. Turns out someone had his oh. bank card in the Netherlands and was just like going shopping. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, that's weird. And since I'm his assistant, you know, I have to, you know, do the whole thing and like deal with it. And so then I didn't tell him about it because I was with my mom and I gave her the phone. And I was like, hey, can you verify those things? And she was on the phone last. And I was like, okay, well, just tell dad. Like, it's fine. Just because that, whatever. And then later on, I was like, mom, did you tell dad? He's on speaker. And like, he was like, you're my assistant. You should have, you should have told me. You didn't tell me. Oh my, like, and he like flips it and just is like losing his mind. And I'm like, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) And like a long message was like, you disrespected me and I don't want to work for you. And like, find somebody else to deal with your crap. And then you know, and then later we're like, okay, love you. You're coming for dinner. Like, you know, it's hard. It's hard to make that, 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 um, that boundary, right? Because it just so happened that you were having a a special day, you were out and about. And then it's like, uh, not only is it an employer situation or what have you, part of a business or partner, there's this dynamic of work. And then it's also family. And it's like, Where's the boundary? That's a very delicate and difficult thing to manage for pretty much anybody who's ever been in business. There are people who are partners, like life partners that go into business together. And then there are people who aren't. And in both cases, they've always said, as long as I give them their lane and they give me mine, and that's not up for discussion, it's usually a pretty successful relationship. So it can be when the dynamics are diagonal as opposed to uh, parallel, it can get pretty dicey. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we have our days. <laughs> but see, me and my dad are very very similar, so we butt heads the most. Uh, we go at it. We go at it, and he and he'll come for you. Like his shots are deep, and I'll come <laughs> right back, and then. My mom's always like in the middle. She's always just like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not involved. I don't care. I don't, don't call me. Like, <laughs> turns her phone off. Um, but then later on, we're like, sorry, like, come over dinner. Like, let's hang out. Like, you know, so you're we always end up making up. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. So then, uh, as we begin to wrap things up, I do have one question I'm, I'm really curious about. So far, you've been filming. Are there any episodes you're particularly fond of? Uh, do you get to do you get the chance to see like the production before it goes out? And just obviously, you don't tell me anything you can't tell me. But is there anything in particular so far you're pretty excited about the show that you want to share with the listener? Yeah, I think my 
my most excited, like what I'm so excited for is got to be the interviews. So we all got put in a room separately and we all had to say <laughs> something about each person. I'm very interested to see what everyone said. So I'm excited. <laughs> That's probably That's kind of cool. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm You ready. don't even know what's be Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and we're not really allowed to talk about it. So like, you know, like I'm really kind of I'm excited to see what everyone had to say. Right on. Well, look, you have the listeners' attention right now. Where do you want them to connect with you? What do you want them to know about you uh, before we close things up? Um, I think where I want them to connect with me the most is that, you know, being a single mom is okay. And that you're going to make it. You know, because like that was my biggest thing was uh, I stayed in a relationship I wasn't happy in just because I thought I wasn't going to be okay by myself or on my own. And I think like now I'm thriving because I'm able to do everything he wasn't doing plus more. Right. So I think that's, that's awesome. And I think that there's a lot of single moms out or moms, you know, who are still in relationships who, who need to hear that, that you can do it on your own. You can, you can make it work. You can go to work. You can find help. You, you have it under control. And if these moms, Sorry, it, go ahead. I didn't mean to. No, I was just saying, I just think that I think that's important. I think that that is something that I want people to understand is that it's everything is going to be OK. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my, my sister went through something similar, so I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you're championing this cause. And if yeah. moms want to get a hold of you and connect with you, uh, like uh, follow you or something like that nature, is there any channel you prefer? Um, Instagram is usually where, where I am at yeah. most. Moms um, of Insta hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, yeah. right on. Well, uh, aside from that, do you want them to go to visit any website or anything in particular? Um, no, it's just Hannah Bear ten twenty seven. Yep. Hannah Bear ten twenty seven on the IG. You heard it here first. Especially the moms, go ahead and link up, and uh, you'll see someone out there championing your cause. Anyone I think who's listening who is in the fashion industry, there is a potential opportunity to create immense impact as we covered in this conversation, right? Uh, and yeah. for a very good cause. And for everyone who's listening, also, if you have Amazon Prime, and I'm pretty sure most people do, why don't you go ahead and uh, tune into BamFam? And uh, I'm, I'm going to be checking it out. And now I have to see. At this point, I'm invested, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hannah, it really has been a pleasure getting to know you. I can't thank you enough for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me.